On this episode of Tell Me What You Know, we're looking at the good old days of hair metal. Some of you might not like where we draw the lines on metal, but you're going to have to deal with it because we want to talk about Ozzy, Leopard, Poison, and Halen. These bands created songs with the ability to take you back in time to your 18th birthday, strap you in the driver's seat of a Chevelle, and make you feel like you can run through a brick wall. With the passing of Eddie Van Halen, we'll take you through their origins playing venues up and down the West Coast before scoring their big break putting out hits like Panama, Jump, and Hot for Teacher. Sit down, shut up, this is Tell Me What You Know. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Today is Friday, October 16th, episode 24 of season 2 of Tell Me What You Know. It's about 8 o'clock in the morning. We got a doozy for you today. It's raining outside. A real doozy. Are you feeling hardcore? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Okay. I'm sucking down my iced coffee, feeling real well, hardcore. I had about four sips of my coffee. So <laughs> It's pumpkin spice iced coffee. But I've been, I've been listening to Van Halen all morning. So. Oh, nice. So that's like better than coffee. Yeah. Been Instead of listening to Poison and Brett Michaels, I've just been watching uh, Rock of Love on VH1 uh-huh. reruns. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm ready for that. Uh, before we get into it, I kind of isn't it kind of funny how like you go back and look at them back then mm-hmm. versus like the brands they have for themselves now? Mm-hmm. It's kind of... Like, they're, they've done a ton of drugs like they're almost like tired and run down but like still going and like still like putting out good stuff I wonder if they uh, they feel pigeonholed into the, to the genre you think well Maybe. I mean when you age it's kind of hard to be it anyway we're going to talk about we're, metal today guys. <laughs> we just want to get right into it <laughs> big disclaimer uh, the more I research about this the more I found out I have no idea there's so many fractured subgenres that like I'm not going to even pretend to know what uh, the difference between like glam. I think glam and hair metal are the same. I'm pretty sure those are the same. Yeah. Then you got like thrash metal. Yeah. But then heavy metal, metal yeah. light Cri- metal, uh, Christian metal. Uh, you got a lot of metals. We'll talk about most of these. All falling under just rock. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just like the. Anyways. This is two guys talk to you about metal. Metal versus rock. My iPod is full of Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> um, before we get into today's topic let's talk about what we learned go ahead i learned in sort of again in the research of this that bruce springsteen it took bruce springsteen 10 years kind of on a, a circuit in new jersey and up, up down the east coast to ever find mainstream success he's common man yeah i mean i i'm sure other people knew this about him i just i didn't you know read his biography i know it's a bestseller or whatever yeah but i just thought that was pretty incredible um and it kind of has um not as long but Related to Van Halen in there. Yeah, he couldn't get discovered on TikTok and become famous. Well, and he, was, and he was playing with other bands and other people, and I think maybe he blended in, but then finally someone was like, oh, I see him. He's like, oh, that's a real talent. I was trying to take a shot with TikTokers. There you go. Damn yeah. kids. Yeah, just TikToking around. Yeah. Uh, cool. One thing I learned do you like pranks, Michael? Sure. Do you like April Fool's Day pranks? Uh, it depends. Okay. Well, in 2000... In depends Ro- on if I really want it, <laughs> and then right. if it's not. In, uh, in Romania in 2000, there was an article published in the Opinia newspaper uh, saying that 60 prisoners from the Bayamari prison were going to be released one day. Uh, and all their family showed up, and then the newspaper was like, oh, it was just a prank. It was April Fool's Day prank. <laughs> Your husband's still in jail. That's See, that's... Kind of That's pretty up. cruel. Yeah, pretty cruel. They had to issue an apology. Obviously, this is in 2000. Who? who Romania, was, you said? Yeah. Wow. That is pretty cool. Sounds about Romania. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no idea about Romania. Uh, yeah. So maybe uh, let's stick to like putting, like switching the sugar and the salt instead, like for the coffee instead of. Right. We've won the lottery. Yeah. Instead of letting you know like, your dad is getting out of jail. Yeah. That's 
Kind of a letdown. Kind of a letdown. All right. 2000? Yeah, 2000. That's pretty funny. I, I have no idea where this is going to go. I don't know either. Um, I, I'm going to say a lot of wrong things today. For sure. <laughs> oh, for sure. This is a bigger... It was almost too big of a topic. I didn't realize it would be this big. Yeah. So I think what it, kind or of... Or fractured. It's like almost di- difficult to put your finger on. Yeah. Which I'll have a really, really genius point about later. Okay. But uh, this was kind of brought along by the passing of Eddie Van Halen last yeah. week. Last week? Last, last week. week or the week before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, musical genius. Could make sounds on a guitar that nobody else could. Really? I mean, really like a great musician. So metal music for my... like. All right. If I were to describe metal without having looked up anything... Yeah. Uh, loud. Yeah. Harsh vocals. Yeah. A lot of distorted guitar. Harsh in terms of what they're saying, in terms of how they're delivered. How it's delivered. Uh-huh. Screaming. But but definitely some uh, some accuracy with their screams, right? It's not like they're just all over the place. Right, right. Well, There's talent there. I feel like when we're talking about metal back in 19... The late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. Which is kind of what we were fo- focused on. Um, it's difficult because there's so much more metal... Uh, the fracturing of the of the subgenre has even gone on further, right? You know, so I think now we we know so many other different bands and like different types of metal. Like real heavy metal might sound different than what heavy metal back in the late seventies was. Yes, that's my point. Yes. So I also like stuff I would never consider metal in my personal opinion. Right, is considered metal by some. I also found uh, an article on metalsucks.com <laughs> talking about like the the most, uh, which is uh, ironically like. Love metal, like the the website. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was talking about like the ten most miscategorized hair metal, glam metal bands of all time. Like Van Halen's in there for sure. For, so, yeah, like they're not sure. they're not glam or hair metal. But like, yeah, I they didn't they, do that thing. Right, they didn't go down that path. Right. Um. But so when I was looking at so like the song uh, "Born to Be Wild" by Steppenwolf, mm-hmm. late sixties, I believe it was mm-hmm. from the film. It was made popular by the film Easy Rider. Mm-hmm. Uh, was is considered to be one of the first heavy metal songs, I mm-hmm. think, from what I've what I understand. I wouldn't consider that to be that's more just like a rock song to me. Right. Right? But in the second in the second verse, the first time they mention the words heavy metal in music, he says heavy metal thunder. He's referring to a motorcycle, not the music necessarily, but that's kind of like, okay, well, here's heavy metal, I guess. It kind of introduced I mean it had been talked about uh about like types of music before. Right. And like I guess like uh how it's structured and how right. it sounds and stuff like that. But well, I think you bring up an interesting point in the sense that um, there are the the characteristics, the fashion, the attitude, the, the maybe just the sound mm. um, that could classify you as maybe like a glam rock or or whatever. Like if you did your hair up really big, had a lot of hairspray, makeup, and all that stuff, stuff like Kiss, right? Yeah. Like, but even Kiss, I don't it's like rock. Right. It's it's like a, but I I think it's only because we're. The, the envelope has been pushed so much further yeah. now that like we're looking back on these things like oh yeah that's not really you know mainstream we're pushing the envelope mm. now like you'd have to go really hard really crazy but when you hear things that, that are metal now you might be like I can't even listen to this well they, maybe there's like this counterculture vibe to it but then they become so mainstream that like it's like oh well, yeah and then you like harken back to the days like that's why you have still have like you know old folks who've been following them for decades right and they're like probably work at like a, a bank or something. Right. But, right. But they're like, yeah, no, back in like the early eighties. Yeah. 
who were sticking it to the man. It also had a lot of, uh, I mean, a lot of influence from the UK. Oh, for sure. Right? It's like a ton of influence from the UK. And I think they even had their own, like, offshoot of this. And that kind of comes up with, like, punk and, like, kind of a mixture of punk and rock and pop is sort of where, it's sort of, like, what I think is the most enjoyable to listen to music out of this, Mm. where it's, like, it's hard, it, it, like, gets you pumped up. But it doesn't, um, you know, it's not like too punkish that kind of stays all in the same beat. Like it has a, a, a good mm. chorus, good vocal and, and hook to it. Okay. Um, those are my kind of like favorite one, favorite songs in this category to listen to now. Okay. And we will draft yeah. our songs at the end of this. Um, so just kind of a little bit of history, I guess. Uh, big coming of age in the late 60s. Mm-hmm. Took, a, took a pretty big slump in the 70s because of disco. Yeah. Disco but, took but, over. But was still... Fest, like sp- stewing sure you know like there were still some some good acts in there that were that were still pushing the envelope in this category yes. yeah and then late 70s early 80s you had the english influence like def leppard iron maiden that kind of thing as well as van halen started to become i guess popular there you had the wave of glam metal in the 80s bands like motley Crue, rat poison yep i would also throw many in others uh we should mention david bowie I think I think he had a big influence in sort of the hair Definitely aspect, the glam side, the glam side like the, the theatrics, mm-hmm. um, and kind of like also shown in uh, like Rocky Horror Picture Show, like kind of also spawned off of that. Yep. Um, uh, I don't know if I had no idea what the cause of this was. It seems like every time one started to get popular, it would just fracture into like four different subgroups. Yeah. So then you had you know light metal, death metal. Christian metal, like we talked about earlier, those fractured more subgenres in the eighties. You have the pop oriented stuff, Bon Jovi, White Snake, uh, those kind of those kind of bands, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. And then I guess thrash metal. Like White Snake. <laughs> yeah. There are also again. a lot of bands that I, I just forgot, like in doing this, I just I forgot how how deep the yeah. list was. It's for me is like I didn't forget about them. It was just like I, I just they were rock bands to me. Mm. <laughs> like you know, I was like, oh, okay, I guess this is <laughs> well. So um, one other little um, defining point about metal that I saw was that uh, a standard drum set uses you know one bass pedal, whereas metal uses double bass. The double bass. Yeah. So you you yeah you get you get a different uh, feeling from the music, and they also go a lot harder. Yeah, a little play a lot little harder. Fast tempo. Yeah. Um, also, just as we're kind of talking about the composing of the music, like the music, sure. like the, the instruments. Hit me. Um, I was listening to um, uh, David Lee Roth last night on Rogan. He was on episode, I don't know when they released it, but he was talking about uh, Eddie Van Halen's, like the way he, he created solos. And he said it used to be that um, you'd go into a recording booth and you would lay down your solo and you might, you know, you do it, you practice it. Like you, so it's the same solo over and over and over again. Yeah. That's how it used to be. Right. Because the technology, I guess, wouldn't allow for like, it had to be, everything had to be taped over in the same time. You could layer it, but it was harder. Anyways, the technology upgraded around this time in the 80s that you could, you know, multi-track, uh, uh, take different takes and put them together with each other. So he would play, say, six times a solo. Mm-hmm. And then might mix and match from those solos, and then listen to it and teach himself to play that to play it live. Jeez. So he took it, took what he would do naturally, just play the solo, laid it down, and then like 
just was like, oh, I like that sound. I like that sound. I like that sound. And so when you watch him, he's like all over the guitar. Right. Because he's trying to get to different points in his solo that weren't where he was when he was recording that part. Yeah. So it took him a long time to do that. And then just a pretty amazing uh, physical feat of like playing that. Yes. Yeah, no, it's crazy. He was... I don't know if that's another like... I'm sure that was happening across music everywhere at this time. But he's a pioneer. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yes, he's a pioneer. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if this is going to make any sense at all. This is a thought I had. This is like a, it seems like a high thought, but it's just, I mean, it's not really. It's just like, all right, so as we've mentioned, it's super hard for, for me at least to, to, to divvy up metal music into certain boxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought it was kind of fitting, right? Because like, I feel like all the metal heads are kind of like, don't put me in a box. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. It's like, don't uh, box me in. Right. You're, it is what it is. Right. In your effort to distinguish yourself, you're like very sensitive to where you're being put. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what I was thinking there. No, it's, I think it's a really good point. Yeah. Um, obviously, I think a, a lot of this, a lot of like new music kind of spawns with uh, the next generation, like teens and young adults, you know, like you're trying to find what makes your era yours. Like, mm. And it doesn't happen, you know, by a single person, but like collectively you almost like decide what what is your sound and i mean this really defined an era this music yeah late 70s early 80s was like and even all the way through like early 90s this was sort of still going on and then it and then it and then all of a sudden you know you had like nirvana come out you had a bunch and then grunge and it like went the complete opposite direction right yeah still like hit like still hard rock right but but like their vibe was like I'm not, yeah, pussies, you know. Like that's I kind of don't you feel like they kind of had this like I'm not dressing up and putting like hairspray and makeup on, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know if they cared. I don't know if they were just like they they weren't like I'm not doing that. They're like, eh. <laughs> like right. I mean, they, they yeah. kind of like just stopped caring. Yeah. I guess yeah. about a lot of stuff. Well, and even like a lot of these uh, groups, like they just because they had such longevity that like they changed genres so many times as well. Like yeah. Bon Jovi went, I guess from more like a glam rock to more just a rock band. Yeah. I don't know. Most of my knowledge comes from ironically, the game rock band and guitar hero. <laughs> so. Well, we didn't live in these times. So sure. you, we had to be packaged this in other ways, right? Like I, 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 it, I, I never listened. At, I mean, like it, it was a lot growing up. I never listened to, uh, like what I would consider hard rock or like heavy metal stuff. Like it, mm. it definitely was something that I was brought on mostly by my, uh, would I ever tell you about the time I lived in Argentina? Oh, you lived yeah. in Argentina? Yeah. When oh. I was there, a guys, lot of did my you friends, guys know he lived in Argentina. <laughs> a lot of my friends there, uh, they're like, I feel like they're like two decades behind us down there in a <laughs> lot, all, in a lot of ways. Oh, totally. Uh, they're still rollerblading. They, that is actually true. <laughs> I rollerbladed a lot down there. Uh, they, um, but they're big into like, this hair metal and, and like heavy metal stuff. A lot of Ozzy Osbourne, a lot of uh, metallic. Well, I guess metallic is not so much, but I mean, but not, is sort of mixed into the for place, sure. I just know like they're later. Yeah. Um, and also they never went like Iron Maiden is huge. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. But I never, that's something that I didn't, I, I just didn't listen to. I was more like, I just like a, a white kid at a private I, school listening to pop music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I went through phases of listening to this and I, how I found the music is still kind of unclear to me or mm-hmm. as I think about it. Um, definitely movies and stuff like, like 
I'm watching Cobra Kai, the Netflix thing of Karate Kid. I watched some last night. And uh, Johnny, there are little parts to it that he, he mentions this, but he's a really big fan of Iron Eagle. Yeah. Which is this like flight movie in the 80s. And like, anyways, seeing those types of movies, I was like, I always watched Iron Eagle when I was young. So it kind of makes me like, kind of laugh at Johnny Lawrence, like sitting there now watching right. Iron Eagle. And like two weeks ago, I was watching Iron Eagle. Well, he's still driving but, like an old Pontiac right, as well. Like. Right. Like, <laughs> and, and, and he has, he's sort of like of this generation. Right. For sure. And like, it's a million like, percent. You guys just no you, sleeves. You know, you, you just stop worrying about like, just go chase a girl, go yeah. down to the beach. Get wasted. Yeah, you get like, a, a muscle car with two doors. You, take, yeah. you cut the sleeves off your shirt. You put a tall boy in a brown bag. You turn the music up as loud as you can. You just drive. Honestly, man, it's a it's alluring to me right now. Like <laughs> looking around at 2020, that is so much better than that than this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about Van Halen? Yeah. Sure. Um, Why don't you lead this one? Yeah. So. Van Halen was founded by the Van Halen brothers. Yes. Uh, Alex and Eddie. Um, Eddie probably, Eddie Van Halen known for his guitar solos and guitar ability. Um, they started with the name Genesis and then they turned to... Uh, that was Taken. It was Taken. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, we got to change. So they went to uh, Mammoth uh, until 1974. Okay. Uh, and then later that year, they, they became just Van Halen. Um, and they were just, they were playing like the LA circuit. Like all the way up Southern California, Santa Barbara, um, and they would just kind of like play clubs, play bars, birthday party—I mean anything. Like they—they they would literally play anything. Gender reveals. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and that's kind of why I was saying I was—that was the connection with Bruce Springsteen. Like they put in five years, yeah, of playing like not like big venues, Is not that a getting lot? really well paid. I mean, I don't know. I think as it, as it relates to. Um, yeah, Tommy Lee, right? So Tommy Lee and Motley Crue, mm. he was 19 when they hit it big. Mm. He basically like joined them and then they like blew up. Yeah. And so he was like going around with all those guys at 19, just like partying his face off. Yeah. And that's why he's only like 56 right now and looks like he's He looks pretty 70. good, I think. Uh, yeah. Well, he's a good looking guy. He's a good looking guy. Good looking guy, Tommy Lee. But I just mean that in comparison. He didn't put in any of those five years. I saw him in a movie in your once. own gear. It was like, great. <laughs> <laughs> big. Big guy. He's a big guy. Uh, but yeah, that's what I mean. Like They were lugging their own gear, like setting up their own shows, like really putting in good sweat equity in their, in their mm. band, like, and really standing behind like, what they wanted to play. Get some under their fingernails. Yeah, I, I really respect that. For sure. Um, like uh, David Lee Roth said that they even played a, a, a biker bar and there was a biker brawl. And somebody got killed while they were playing. And they that's, finished the song. That's so metal. So, so metal, man. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, let's talk about the members of the band in Van Halen. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Van Halen, obviously, on lead guitar. Alex Van Halen, uh, bassist. Mm-hmm. Or drummer, excuse me. Yep. Um, David Lee Roth, lead singer. And now, uh, current members, Wolfgang Van, Wolfgang Van Halen. Um, Eddie's son yes. is the current bassist. He's 29, and he's he plays with them on tour right now. I think now. he's been playing with them for like 10 years, too. Yeah, I think he has been. Um, and then they had some rotating members. Well, not rotating, but stints of other guys. They had Sammy Hagar, obviously, in the, in the mid to late 80s after they replaced uh, uh, David Lee Roth. Uh, you also had Michael Anthony and Gary Cerrone and Mark Stone. Um, so definitely a mixture of guys in there. Um, I thought that their big break story was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. 
So there was this guy, Rodney Bingenheimer. He wrote an article uh, for the LA Times called Homegrown Punk. Okay. Um, in the summer, and he wrote this article about them, I think, in early 1976. Afterwards, him and Gene, Gene Simmons of Kiss went to go see them at um, a live show. And Gene Simmons was impressed enough he wanted to make a demo tape with them. Uh, Sim- Simmons wanted them to change their names to uh, Daddy Longlegs. And then introduced them to the Kiss's management and listened to the demo tape. And the, the management said, like, they have no chance of making it. Hmm. Uh, later that year, mid-1977, they were, they were playing a, a show at a venue called Starwood. Uh, music execs from Warner Brothers Records were there. Signed them to do a deal. Uh, they recorded Van Halen, their debut album, 1977, released in early 1978. That's, that band, that um, album starts with Running With The Devil, mm-hmm. Eruption, uh, You Really Got Me, Ain't Talking About Love. I mean, some, I mean huge songs are still here today. Duh, yeah. um, and then followed it up one year later with Van Halen 2, Dance the Night Away, Beautiful Girls. I mean, like... Classics. Yeah. And it really, uh, you know, the rest is history, so to speak. Eruption is the... The, the live version of Eruption is like the super impossible guitar solo that, yeah. that, that, yeah. that he does at the beginning. He, he, he's, his technique's called taping, yeah. and he's basically like two hands up on the frets. Tapping. Uh, I think, yeah. Yeah. Is it tapping or, yeah. Is it tapping or taping? taping. You, you play guitar, so you'd know more than me. Uh, I dabble. Um, anyways, yeah, so that's kind of what the technique is to do it, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Eruption's like that one minute guitar solo that Everybody knows it when they when they hear it. We oh, don't have the nice. rights to it. Sorry, guys. Not that that stopped us before. I'll just, I'll just do it vocally. Yeah, not that that stopped <laughs> us every episode. Um, and then probably their biggest album, Five Time Platinum. Do you know what platinum means? Million copies sold. Million copies sold. They went five time platinum in one year. Yeah. Their album, 1984. Uh, that's the album with Jump, Panama, Hot for Teacher, mm. those songs. Beautiful. Yep. I love it. Uh, yeah, I mean, they will be around for a long time. Their music will last forever. This music definitely, it like transcends time. Yes. You know, like I, I could listen to this in 30 years and still love it. For sure. All you right. Know? Uh, I wanted to talk about a, a band. <laughs> yeah. Real quick before we get into our draft and, and kind of wrap up, I think. But do you know the band Guar? Mm-mm. So, a friend of mine from high school, he was big time in the metal music. Guar, I think, is really interesting. I don't know. I mean, I think they're they're not like mainstream. I don't. Again, I'm How do talk, you spell talking it? to my ass. G W A R. G W A R. Guar. They are a metal band. I don't know which. They're to me, they're a metal band. I'll say that. They are uh, really unique in that they put like their whole concert is like a science fiction movie. Okay. So they dress up in these like interplanetary barbarian outfits that are really like ornate and they have like these like think of like the predator. Yep, yep. Like, I like in that it. in that vein kind of. Yep. They all have these like giant heads on, like huge like spiked armor. Uh they'll put like their shows they have like uh tons of like violent acts are staged on the stage. So like chop people's heads off. They'll spray the audience with tons of fake, fake blood, blood and like crap and semen and all this stuff this is kind of more like death metal i i don't know where it goes. i mean i guess that people die i'm doing air quotes uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
but they uh like so i think my friend john would always say yeah no you got to wear like just a, a brand new like white t-shirt to the to the concert because you want to see like what you're covered in when you leave yeah and they fun. do tons of like political satire i was watching some videos before this um like one of their songs called you want blood <laughs> you got it in parentheses <laughs> <laughs> and so uh they started off and they're like you know like just this normal metal sound i guess and they bring out like a uh, this is from like 2017 they bring out like this uh person who looks like donald trump and they like rip his chest off and it's just like a rib cage and like his organs and it just starts spurting blood out uh, into oh, the crowd <laughs> like they had, they had another show where they would like uh they had this like you know like uh those giant grinders like a meat grinder like yeah but like but like for like i don't know maybe for like uh like for trees Tree. uh-huh. but it was like but it's so they, wood they were chipper like yeah wood chipper type thing but it was like instead of putting it in from the side you put it in from the top yeah yeah and it would just go underneath the stage they would bring people from the audience on and they'd like throw them into this thing i mean it's like foam right and, it look, and then they shoot and they're like blood. Ah, yeah exactly yeah, uh, just spray the audience it's a fun theatric they get these like giant spinning chainsaw type things they'll like cut members like scalps off and then like blood will shoot out and they'll just continue playing right. the music <laughs> uh yeah, so I mean, there, it, it attitude is a huge part of this music, right? Right, like the storyline. What's um, yeah, just uh, the attitude is, is huge. Yeah, um, they've kind of been called shock rock, I think. But yeah, the, def- the music definitely is like heavy metal type stuff. I want to bring up one more thing before we draft. Yeah, um, sign of the horns. Mm. You know, people. Uh, yeah, put your pinky and your pointed finger up. You know, describe it. Yeah, sign of the horns. Well, I mean, uh, it kind of got taken over by, uh, or where this came from in metal music is supposedly attributed to Ronnie James Dio. Uh, he joined Black Sabbath to replace Ozzy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he claimed his Italian grandmother would ward off the evil eye with this gesture. Oh. And so um, Ozzy always used the peace sign. Right. So he, he kind of adopted his own thing. He did the hook'em horns, the yeah. sign of the horns. Um, in other cultures, like other, if you wave it back and forth, uh, that means it's, it's, if you do it at, at another guy, like that means you're a cuckold, like it's a cuckoldry. <laughs> it's a sign of cuckoldry. It's like a, a insult. Um, but if you leave your thumb out, I uh, it, it means I love you. Yeah. There you go. Um, George Clinton careful. also used it for the sign of P funk, uh, as like the password to get you onto the mothership. Just leaving you there. Um, all right, let's do the draft. Let's do the draft. You're gonna go first. I think I'm going to go first. Um, man. Uh, I'm going to take Panama Van okay. Halen, uh, off the board. All right. That's a good one. There's some really good. This was kind of hard. Yeah. All right. I get two here. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go home sweet home. Motley Crue. Mm, really good song. So one thing we didn't talk about, this is kind of like they're more ballads, like the oh, way yeah, the power ballads. Power ba- like. it's That's of- why I didn't take like, uh, yeah, so I mean, I guess this is more of a power ballad than it is like uh, a metal. But song. it can be a metal. But like, I think it's interesting how I was gonna power say ballads I, are a part of heavy metal. Yeah, I was going to say why I didn't take another song, and then I realized like they're very similar. <laughs> this one, <laughs> and that one. Do you remember? Uh, speaking of power, let's take a little break from this. Mm. Remember, like when cable television was ever was all you had. Yeah. And you would like leave your TV on at night before when you went to sleep, and you'd wake up at three a.m. and it'd be like the Monster Ballads CD. Uh, they're trying to sell you that CD. To- yeah, Monster Ballads. Yeah. I wonder <laughs> if we can find that. I bet there's a Spotify playlist of Monster Ballads. <laughs> and it was either that or it was the other one that was just like uh, Michael Bolton. <laughs> right. Right. This is all of his collection. Yeah. yeah. Michael Bolton collection. Yeah. <laughs> trying to sell you a CD at like three a.m. on cable yeah. television. Now I, whenever I'd fall asleep and wake up after like a basketball game, it would just be 
Charmed is on TV from oh, like right. USA or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Yep. All right. My second one. Uh, this song I think is really, uh, and it's a really good song to uh, like. Whenever I, I hear this song, I just want to be going over the edge of uh, like a ski run. You, know, you just get okay. ready to drop into like okay. to a ski run. Come on, feel the noise. Quiet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just a perfect song to just like just blaze down a, a hill on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, I mean, the minute you hear that song in the in the drums drop. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yep. Um, also, I like how it's not. They don't spell come the right way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> K O M E. Uh, I'm gonna go with. They don't spell um, noise correctly either. Yeah, that's worth. true. That's true. Um, I'm gonna go with a Motley Crue song as well. I'm gonna go with Doctor Feelgood. Okay. All right, Doctor Feelgood. Yeah. And no then, wrong answers here. No. <laughs> and then I'm gonna go with um, nothing but a good time mm-hmm. by Poison. Yep such a good song i do feel like this is kind of a letdown because we're not like dropping the song right, right. after saying just it. listen to them after every time we yeah. say one <laughs> uh i am gonna go dude i don't know man i feel like I, this is just like me picking songs that i like kind of <laughs> i'm gonna take a poison song as well uh this is when i used to love playing on guitar hero we're gonna talk dirty to me mm, yeah 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 <laughs> Great song. I had that song stuck in my head all day yesterday. Uh, next, I'm going to take a song by Rat, Round and Round. Oh. Really enjoy, enjoy uh, yeah. Round and Round. Yeah, it's Round and Round is song. good. Go listen to that one. Uh, yeah, I was really pumped up on them yesterday. Yeah. Kind of forgetting about it. I was like, who's Rat again? Yeah. yeah. Two T's. Yeah, two T's. Um, it's like Matt. I'm going to go, I'm going to, this is kind of like a bullshit pick, but kind of launches another conversation here i'm gonna take we all die young by steelheart or steel dragon okay did you ever see Rockstar with nah. uh mark Wahlberg? no nah. dude i definitely recommend watching it um mark Wahlberg, jennifer aniston um mcnulty from <laughs> the wire yes let's forget his name uh it's a it's a movie where he is like uh he's in love with this band this hair this hair metal band and he's got these like amazing voice. He's got an amazing voice on him. And he has a tribute band for this band. Okay. And his older brother kind of makes fun of him. He's kind of like, what are you doing? Like he wears his makeup and whatever. But like he's got this amazing voice. And so what happens is he kind of gets discovered by the main band that's still touring. Uh, but they want to get rid of their kind of like their crybaby uh, lead singer. So they bring him in as like, we're just going to film him with somebody just as good. Yeah. Uh, fucking awesome movie okay really recommend it i love the song we all die young i think they even played it like football games now and we all die yeah yeah you know fucking great song okay <laughs> you nailed it I, I think so yeah well yeah. I, we, realized we didn't even talk about I should this be in steel dragon we didn't even talk about this as spinal tap but <laughs> yeah we haven't <laughs> there's a lot here yeah great movie as well um this is my last one or did you do two there do i do two i think i only did one okay go ahead Oh yeah, I need to do too. Yeah. Um, this your last one? Yeah. Okay. I will. Uh, mm. I'm gonna go. I want to rock Twisted Sister. Okay. Uh, I love that scene in Road Trip. I was you gonna say you just so like a little fun. skinny weird kid in Road Trip singing yeah. that song on the bus. That song is good, man. <laughs> uh, funny enough, I'm taking a Twisted Sister song as well. Mm. We're not gonna take it. Yeah. Great song. <laughs> We're not gonna take it anymore. We're not gonna take it anymore. Yeah. That's it. 
I was gonna actually go with um, another great song by Ozzy. Mm-hmm. Uh, no more tears. Yeah, really good song. If anyone yeah. wants to get really jacked up, yeah, this was hard to do because uh, for one, I didn't know exactly if I was picking <laughs> the right thing, and yeah. two, it was just like there's so many songs that we didn't pick any Bon Jovi. Well, to be fair, I just don't. I, anyway. Like you give love a bad name. Yeah, it was no, another one that was on my list further down. Photograph by Def Leppard. The power ballad I was gonna choose. All which, of Def Leppard. Yeah, the power ballad Pour I was going on. to choose was November Rain, mm. Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I almost cried when I saw them play that live like three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like second row, man. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> that's, that is awesome. Yeah. Uh, but let's end it there. Yep. Again, we're gonna give you a surprise topic for next week because we have not prepared too much. Uh, for, actually, you know, we're just going to do that for forever now, probably. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah, whatever. We're metal, man. Yeah. We don't care what you about your feelings. <laughs> um, I'm going to get in my Challenger and drive off into the night. That's right. We will uh, talk to you guys next week. See Have you a good guys. one. See ya.